0: everybody. It is another edition of the Totally Corrupt podcast. It's episode 107, and today is January 16th, 2022. Give the show a follow on Spotify, follow us on Getter, at Totally Corrupt, and don't forget to participate in the show by texting links to stories, leaving us a voicemail at 206 three nine nine five zero six three we'd love to hear from you i was just at the donald trump rally here in arizona uh met plenty of you fellow patriots out there so with no further ado let's get this show on the road and get the captain in the room here we go
1: this is the captain speaking Captain, you yeah, buddy, how you doing, buddy? Good, good. Just reading. What's going on? How's uh, how was the big, how's the big trip going?
0: Well, I'm still down here in Arizona, uh, just for one more night. But uh, last night was incredible. Uh, well, why you,
1: why don't you give us a little recap of what you've done and what 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 what, uh, what happened?
0: Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I came down here. Um, Kind of on a whim, um I registered
1: down to down what down to where Arizona
0: right, and um came down here for the trump rally, got some tickets, and um you know the whole trip has been incredible so far. I mean, just getting here was uh <laughs> had some ups and downs, wow. but uh you know, I got there, and there must have been a hundred thousand people there. And uh, Florence, Arizona, didn't even know what to do with itself. I mean, there were so many people there. Cops everywhere. Um, Every local sheriff, federal police officer was there. And um, it was just a madhouse. Anyways, we get in there and uh, start meeting some of these people and, you know, shaking hands and, you know, handing out some cards for our show. And, um, you know, got to see who was there and, you know, what they were all about. And uh, ran into Carrie Lake, who is the um, Trump-backed nominee for Arizona governor. And I'm hoping to I mean, we can get her on the show here pretty soon. But um, made some good connections, uh, promoted our show, and uh, Trump gave a great speech. You know, basically told it like it was. You know, it was a uh, classic Trump rally And, um, you know, it ended with a bang. And, you know, everybody that left was in high spirits. And uh, we were all on the same page. And uh, it was just a a great experience. You know, everything, you know, from the fake news media. um, I got a a, a video of when Trump was saying, hey, the fake news won't even look behind us and see how many people there were. Well, I have a camera. And I turned around. And there's a sea of people behind me. Um, I think I sent you the video, but it's, uh, oh, yeah. it was, it was awesome. And then, you know, like I got all the way up to the front row, uh, when Trump came out and, uh, you know, met some other, you know, awesome patriots there. And, uh, you know, I just kind of mingled with everybody. It was just great to be amongst friends. That's what it felt like. It just felt like everybody was a friend and you know what in Seattle where we live, we can't look around and say, Hey friend you know it just doesn't happen up up where we live so it was it was refreshing refreshing experience to um just be
1: around um mm-hmm. you know like-minded people nice yeah nice 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 how long did it go on for a couple three hours
0: you know i don't even know how long it went uh whoever was watching it at home probably has a better idea than i i mean i showed up around three o'clock and I didn't leave till about eleven. So I mean, I was there for the duration. And uh, you know, everybody that is decides to give our podcast a listen. If you were there, you probably had me come by when you were, you were trapped, you know, and couldn't get out because the motorcades had to get in and out. You know, they took priority. So everybody leaving, uh, especially the people that tried to leave early, uh, they got kind of fucking trapped uh, in the parking lot for a while, while Trump and all the other uh, officials were out of there. So I was just kind of shooting the shit with people while they were in their cars. And I said, hey, you know, like, uh, maybe we can save you some boredom. And uh, he listen to our podcast. So uh, if that's one of you, thank you for listening. Uh, anybody from the Trump rally, really, um, there should be, I mean, I, I must have handed out 500 cards of our show So hopefully, uh, we can get some new listeners from their new friends and, uh, yeah, it's, it was all good. All of it was good.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I I guess, I guess that's one of the traffic jams you don't mind being stuck in because it actually, you knew you were going to be in a traffic jam because everybody was going to show up and everything went cool.
0: Yeah, no, it was, um, it was a great day yesterday. It was a great day to be a patriot, especially around other ones because like we uh, talking about the, the, the vaccine mandates and uh, I, I wore my Joe Kent hat uh, at the rally promoting him too. Um, we just had him on our last episode. And, um, you know, today's kind of a somber day. Um, today is Joe Kent's uh, late wife's uh, anniversary of her passing. And I thought, you know, it would be out of just respect to maybe start the show off with uh, a moment of silence, just one minute. And uh, if you could just send a prayer to Joe Kent, his family, and uh, for the passing of his late life. So let's, why don't we just do that right now?
1: I think Joe would appreciate that.
0: All right. Um, our thoughts and our prayers go it's, to
1: Joe uh, Kent. It's, yeah, definitely thoughts and prayers. But also, if you want to help uh, help Joe, you can reach him at www.joekentforcongress.com. Yeah, please give thoughts him. and prayers and uh, anything that you can do to help his uh, campaign would be awesome.
0: Yeah, he's uh, the only guy in our state that uh, thinks like us. Let's just put it that way, as far as politicians. He's the only Trump-backed candidate in Washington State, and you know what? We support him 100%. So, Joe Kent, we love you, brother. Thank you for coming on the show, and, um, you know, hopefully we can keep spreading your message for you. But uh, he's an American-first type of guy, and, um, you know, we're American-first type of podcast. All we talk about is the ideology of America first and uh, what that means. I mean, every time we... Bring up a story. It's like, are we, are we defending China? Are we defending Russia? Are we defending Syria? No, we're not. We're defending American interests. And um, you know, Shannon Kent uh, gave her life uh, fighting for our freedoms. So, you know, I can't be more grateful for uh, this guy and being close and a part of uh, his campaign coming on our show. It's been great. So, uh, Jim Jordan
1: uh, says in... Oh, tw- Jim Jordan. Yeah, I he, love
0: Jim. He said in 2022 uh, if the Republicans <laughs> take control of Congress, they're definitely going to go after Fauci and investigate him.
1: Ooh, about time. Mm-hmm. About time. I think they're also going to talk into, uh, if you're in any sort of public office uh, that has any financial ties to things that you're going to be voting for or against uh, might not be a good idea, you know, to, uh, you know, talking about the Nancy Pelosi's of the world. Right. Um, you know, she, her, her stock's picks are better than Warren Buffett's. <laughs> he does it professionally.
0: Well, you know, when you know what laws and regulations are going to pass and which ones don't, you know, it kind of gives you uh, – beyond insider trading because it's not that you're insider trading for the business like you're you're literally creating the rules that that business has to operate by so she knows what's going in and she knows where to put her money and where not to put it and guess what it's pretty clear that uh, she's talking in her sleep to her husband or something we don't we don't know like but uh, she's probably the richest person in Congress right now.
1: I hear the secrets that you keep <laughs> when you're talking in your sleep. Oh, yeah. Probably a, a be a perfect song for her. Yeah. Well, that's actually a song her husband sings her. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, oh, so, uh, so what have you heard in the news today? Anything strike your fancy?
1: Uh, news today. Uh, where are we at? Where are we at? Well, I got something with uh, marijuana. I got something with... Uh, churches in canada i got to talk about france is okay banning uh people that don't want to get the ouchie Fauci and uh and or the Fauci ouchie i should say and uh i mean just a little bit i i I was just kind of uh you know everything's kind of just rolling today
0: well let's talk about france i mean the biggest thing that unites us all is the the virus and what's going on with it. So fill us in. What do you know?
1: Well, Emmanuel Macron, he has publicly been outspoken about, he, he hopes to piss off and, and basically shun unvaccinated people. You know, he's, he's totally for bad talking to him, making them feel less than citizens. But, uh, France OK, law banning unvaccinated from restaurants, sports arenas, as COVID cases surge. Emmanuel uh, Macron had hoped that, to push his bill through much faster. This is from uh, Fox News. Uh, although more than 91% of French, French adults are already fully vaccinated, and some critics have questioned whether the vaccine pass will make much of a difference at all. So basically... Uh, Covid lockdown for those who do not uh, get your passport, get your vaccine passport. I mean, we're pretty That's much pretty living, much what it's gonna.
0: We're pretty mm-hmm. much living like that right now in Seattle.
1: Uh, yes and no. I mean, definitely not as strict, but I mean, you can't go to any sporting events. You can't go to any restaurants. I mean, I mean, honestly, my family not gonna, was I'm not, town,
0: and they they had a problem with it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But also there's businesses up there that are like, yeah, you know, we're supposed to have vaccine passports, but, uh, you know, come on in. Right. You know, people are tired of it. People are done. We are not, we we can't call the cops to enforce laws that are on the books now, but now as employees at retail shops and, sporting events and all this, just normal employees, nobody with any sort of uh, a power, we're supposed to enforce a vaccine mandate that is not constitutionally legal. And if I don't enforce it, we're going to get fined by the state. How about you just send people out and do it yourself if that's what you want to do? How about backing up our law enforcement like you should be doing? I mean, I, I, I think a lot of people are just at the point where they're like, hey, you know, and there's still going to be those Karens and Kens out there that yell up and down and, you know, yell at people in airports for not wearing a mask or something, you know. But it's people are just half the people have been so scared because all they watch is CNN and MSNBC, he ha and all <laughs> that crap. But and then you got other people that are. Past the lies, past the, the fog, talk about a lot of fog. We've gotten a lot of fog in Washington the last couple of days and weather wise, but people have already seen the fog and the, and they've seen through the fog and we're like, fuck this. We're done with it. We're going to have to just learn to live with it. Like we learned to live with cancer. Like we learned to live with diabetes. Like we learned to live with the flu, everything else, the flu, you know, and right. You know, it's, it's, you know, so it's it's just one of those things and, and once they start putting out honest statistics, when a kid goes into the hospital for a broken arm and he's just there for a broken arm, they automatically test everybody that goes in the hospital for COVID if they have the 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 the, the testing supplies there. Most a lot of hospitals are out of testing supply, so they can't even test. Uh, thanks to Biden, because Biden didn't order anything like he said he was going to get us prepared for the holidays and and beyond. But, uh, so you go in for a broken leg, you're feeling fine. You get tested for COVID boom, you're flagged for COVID. You're automatically in the hospital, not for a broken arm at that point because of COVID. Yeah, pretty
0: much. So so I'm
1: just saying when the stats, when the stats, statistics are completely uh, fabricated or not to have no consistency in them at all. That's uh, we're we're done looking at. I'm done looking at numbers that are lying to me.
0: I'm done looking at cases. I'm de- I'm beyond done looking at cases because when Biden sends out these ho- at home testing kits to every American, guess what's going to happen? Three hundred thirty million people are having three hundred fifty million people that live in the United States. Uh, basically are going to be like, oh, shit, I got this thing that says they have COVID. They go to the doctor. Next thing you know, we got a new COVID case. And two days later, they're fucking fine. You know, and they didn't need to be hospitalized. No one was put on the ventilators. I'm telling you these ventilator things, like, you know, the hospital's getting kickbacks on not just the case, but, like, what's the next step? Next step is put them on a ventilator. They're on a ventilator. No, you
1: don't, you don't want to be put on a ventilator. You get put on a ventilator with COVID, you're done. Right. That's basically, that's, that's the hospital saying a sucker. Pretty much. So no, I mean, they're just basically putting you in the hospital, stamping you with COVID and putting you in isolation. Hey. Right. And You're you know, in isolation. and here's,
0: here's something you may not know about uh, me and Diggs is both of us are unvaccinated. So every day that I am here, I'm just proving with a big middle finger that uh, I'm still alive. And uh, I'm, 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 pu- I'm, 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 Facing my... uh, Listen, if it hasn't got me yet by now, is it even real? I mean, it's obviously real, but like, is it really that bad? For some people, like Rogan says, if you're fat, you're fucked.
1: Well, yeah. The same same as anything. That's the other thing, too, that came out from the, the Center for Disease Control. They said that over seventy-five percent of the people with COVID that have passed away from COVID, seventy-five percent of people that passed away from COVID, seventy-five percent of them had four or more uh, comobidi- uh, comorbidities, where basically they have heart disease, they have diabetes, they have two other things that are causing their life to not be as healthy as it could be. Right. So, so are they? They're not really dying of COVID, they're dying because their body is basically like, okay, I have four. Now all of a sudden I got this fifth one. That's, you know, it it comes, there's a breaking point. And there's nothing wrong with calling it a breaking point, but it's nothing. If you're young, you're healthy, you're a non-smoker, you rarely drink. I mean, the thing is, (laughs) you, you, you don't have any underlying health issues. Right. Why do you need it? Why do you need the shot?
0: Right. Everybody's genetic now, everybody's genetic makeup is a little different, but you know like if you're in shape it definitely helps. I mean, if you're sick or you're fat or you're you have some other ailments, you know the 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 good bacteria, the good cells that fight all that stuff, you know, they can't be spread thin by fighting something that you caused on your own by being a fat fuck.
1: Well, the thing the thing too is that who 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 benefits from the shots more than anybody people that have those comorbidities, people that are over 60, 65, 70, right in there, you know, uh, giving vaccine and especially giving boosters to children. Uh, that is insane.
0: Right. Um, I I mean, Dr. Malone, the, the Steve jobs, the inventor of MRNA technology says, do not give this to fucking kids. It is not even, meant for this
1: no it, it is a test
0: totally that's and we're the guinea pigs and you know what we, we're sick of being the fucking guinea pigs
1: talk, talking about uh people who don't want to be guinea pigs anymore i was watching the dana white interview he was talking about the other day when he had the the coat the coof the koof coup, the he uh, he called up rogan he goes all right man what did you do you did this and this and this he did uh, ivermectin and he did uh, moni- monochlorine antibodies. And he called up his doctor. and he got it like that. And he took all the ing- he took what he was supposed to, and two, three, four days later, boom, it's wiped out, wiped out. So Joe talks about it. Uh, Dana White talks about it. Joe, Rogan has a letter sent to Spotify with over 200 doctors that assigned it that are claiming that Joe could be causing uh, public mistrust and this and that. And he should be banned from, talk. you know, banned, basically. And he's like, you, and Dana's like, you know, what's fucked up is that and people are like, well, you, you, you're a famous guy. You're a well-off guy. He goes, fuck that shit. He goes, I called my doctor and I said, hey, this is what I want to do to 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 to, like, to fight what I got and you know he goes let's do it he ordered it up for him now right now whatever they did in the supply chain not only the supply chain for retail and everything else is fucked up but now suddenly you can't even get you can't even get money antibodies right now if you wanted them
0: yeah it's uh I, I don't think it's uh, I don't it's, I really don't think it's a supply chain issue I think that's just an excuse however the supply chain is fucked I will tell you this, when I had to, my journey down to Arizona, I flew into Oakland, and uh, you take off in Oakland, and you fly over the bay, and I've been looking down, I even took a video of this, I'll put it up on my getter, but um, there's literally 10 fucking huge cargo ships just anchored out in the bay, waiting to be received, and there's basically no one to receive it, no one to, no one to drive the trucks. Because of these fucking mandates and these vaccine requirements for a guy to fucking drive across the country by himself in a fucking truck uh, to have a vaccine. So, and these guys are like, fuck this shit. So they're quitting. And uh, same thing with our police, same thing with our fire, same thing with the military, same thing with on and on and on. The, uh, the healthcare workers, you know, these people that we rely on, you know, their job is to uh, help us out when we call upon them. But you know what? Uh, when you shorten the staff, you know, they're taking on double, triple, quadruple the work today. And it's just not fair to these people that um, are working, that are vaccinated, uh, to have the government come in and say, well, basically, you guys are on your own until these fucks can get their shit together. I mean, basically, you're in retail. You're in in retail. It'd be like, hey, Diggs, we close the store at 9 o'clock. I'm out here at 8.30. Have fun with the rest of these people in here. I'm out. And I leave you to close the store, help, help all the people by yourself, and totally fuck you. That is what our government has done. They said, go ahead.
1: You know what? If you're the government and you're leaving me alone in my own business, I can probably do it a lot better without you fucking there. Right. So, if that's the case, I don't need extra help. I don't need extra help. I do need people to get out of the way. I mean... Um,
0: Dana White is the same thing. He's got the same M.O. You know, his thing to his fighters is like, I'm not going to make you guys force this is
1: the thing. This is the thing that pisses me off more than anything. These healthcare workers, these frontline police and medical and fire department and service people and all these people, truck drivers, what, what, what did they have when, when the vaccine when the what did they have before the vaccine when the coof got here when the coof originally got here nothing they had nothing they had no sense of protection they had no sense of how dangerous this virus was how quick it spread who it affects more than less they did, they had nothing you know what they still did they still fucking went to work cops still put on a badge. Fire departments still fucking ran into people's homes that they didn't know to, to help put out a fire and save somebody else's life. Uh, same with ambulances. And now that there is a vaccine, great, hooray, there is a vaccine. But these people were working for six and eight months without anything. Six, eight, nine, ten, twelve months. I don't know how long it was before they, from the first initial you know, surge and viruses compared to the time frame it took until the vaccines actually came out. So they were working in this time frame where they were scared, didn't know what was going on, but they still did their job. They still went to work so they could support their family. And, you know, they were like, hey, there are certain things I can control in life I don't know how to control this, but I can control what I do with my day and my time in each day. And if I can do something to be productive, I'm going to do it. And I think that's what a lot of those people chose to do. But now you're telling them after the fact, well, you know, that was all nice and dandy that you did that, but eh, you're going to have to get the shot. And if you don't, you're, you're fired. Right. You know what? I, I, I would love to turn the tables and start firing a lot of those fucking politicians that 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 got into office saying one thing, and as soon as they got there, did another. That's kind of the same thing, you know. Yeah, it's uh, it's very hypocritical. And the thing is, they all, all they are is, and all those guys pretty much are uh, uh, median class Americans. You're hurting median class Americans.
0: All Americans and were, it, were hurting. And it's not like it's not like
1: there's a whole bunch of doctors and nurses and. Healthcare workers ready to, you know, oh, I want to be a, you know, they can jump right into that spot. It's not like commercial driving, uh, CDC license for commercial driving. It, you don't get those like in 24 hours. You got to put in some training. You got to learn how to drive a fucking 18-wheeler. You got to learn how to drive one rather than claim you did like Biden did. You <laughs> yeah. got to learn how to control <laughs> yeah. these things. So you eliminate a lot of these people. Whether or not you think it's a high skilled or a, 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 a you know a high high skilled job, it takes skills that most people don't have. You're not doing
0: it, and you know what? Someone's gotta.
1: Yeah, and it, you know, I mean, it's it's just let
0: I mean, people I'm, get paid. I mean, America has literally become unrecognizable in the past two years. It's what's what's happening here is is beyond fucked. And it will take people like you, you people listening to stand up and say fuck that. We need to organize and rally against this stuff. Um that's why I stand behind Joe Kent. You know, he was huge uh in being instrumental in organ organizing the rally, the protest, the peaceful protest that we had outside of the Washington State Health Department to basically Give the middle finger saying, fuck you guys. You guys cannot force people into quarantine with these secret police, these health officials that all of a sudden become cops and can quarantine your entire family if they choose. So we went down there and made it a lot of noise. And guess what? That was on the agenda to talk about, and they decided not to. So you know what? Fuck them. If, if They're scared of us. They didn't want to rile us up anymore. And you know well, what? it's too late everybody is riled
1: up this is what's happened and it's finally came to a head point is that and jordan peterson talks about this it goes like when, when when somebody wants something from you they'll, they'll push you push you push you until you start to put up a your own personal protest and then they back off and they they wait a little bit they wait for you to calm down and then once you're like going back to normal they get back up and they start pushing pushing you pushing you again and then you do the same thing and it repeats over and over. And the thing is, you might only give up an inch at a time, but over two, three years, 10, 20 years, that, 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 that couple of inches every time, all of a sudden you, you've, turned into, you've, you've turned the country into something that's unrecognizable now because you've given it up a little at a time. You've given up a little at a time, a little at a time, a little at a time. And and it, that's some of those things is that stuff you can't get back, but you got to realize, hey, I have been pushed. I have been pushed. Uh, I have been upset. I have protest. I've, I've tried to understand. I've tried to I've, I've tried to reason. If you could reason with a Democrat, there would be no Democrats because they would all become reasonable. But you can't reason with them. You can't talk to them. You know, they demonize everything. If you don't agree with them, it's their way or the highway and now they've finally shown their full colors. And if you don't agree with them, guess what? I don't know which one of the isms you are, but you're gonna be a racist, a sexist, a homophobe, you're trans, you're something. If you don't agree with them, they're gonna skewer you. And it's like Maxine Waters is saying right now is that she's calling certain Dems in her, uh, she's calling the Democratic Party basically if they don't push back all the stuff that Biden's trying to get through that they don't they they uh they don't care about black people. That's exactly what Maxine Waters basically uh said today or it's reported it's reported on today or or yesterday on uh on Fox News. And that's nothing new with Maxine Waters. Old anti old old crazy auntie, she's you know, I remember when when uh President Trump first got elected, she would stand on in that parking lot and say, if you see anybody from that Cabinet in a restaurant, in a public place, you stop, you get out, you start a crowd, and you tell them you're not welcome here, no more, nowhere. And it's like – and you wonder why there's a lot of people that are angry on the Democrat Party side because they got – these people that they've never, ever had the balls to censure. Ilhan Omar should have been censured a long time ago for all of her, all of her stuff that she said about, uh, you know, Israel. Um, I mean, to leave, uh I mean, the list goes on and on. AOC, AOC cost New York just because she, she thought she knew better. I, I don't know anybody who goes from a bartender I don't even know if she was a good bartender, but all of a sudden she gets elected to the Congress. And within two years, she, she knows she's an expert on environment, on, on, on climate, on economics, on all this. But when it came to Amazon trying to put 50,000 jobs in her district in New York, she caused such an as that Amazon said, you know what, hey, AOC, go fuck yourself. We'll take our business elsewhere. We do not want to be in an environment where we're going to have to deal with people like you on a, on a, on a business daily basis, which is, so a, we're which is a our bold? Business and we're out of there. So you know what, your constituents are going to suffer because now 50000 people that would have had a job still don't. Right.
0: And that's a bold move for Amazon because they're pretty liberal company. And, um, you know, for them to say that about AOC and where they're, Allegedly putting these factories or whatever, or warehouses or whatever in New York, like to get all these jobs. I mean, you, you stop fucking it up. Like, there's division within the Democrats, there's division within the Republicans. Everybody's divided, you know. Like, for example, here's a great one uh, Amber Richardson, we just had her on the podcast. She's running for governor of Oregon. Okay. There's a huge divide amongst Republicans of what. Actually happened and why it happened, why January sixth happened. Uh, so she's campaigning and up uh, at the table with you know her fellow opponents for you know the people that the, the candidates are running for Oregon uh, governor, and she basically just calls them all on the court carpet. She's like, listen, what people are saying about January sixth is fucking wrong. It wasn't in insurrection, like it was a planned thing and we were just going to storm the fucking Capitol and fuck it up. No, it was just a bunch of people pissed off and they had every right to be inside of that building. The the people that uh, uh, broke windows and busted down doors and busted into people's offices, that's wrong. Okay, but there's nothing wrong with people... uh, uh, getting together, standing in a public fucking place that our taxpayers or our tax dollars pay for, something that represents we the people, the capital of the United States, and you're telling us we can't stand in there and that we are domestic terrorists? That's not what's well, happening here.
1: I'll be honest with you. I, I, I think it was embarrassing how it happened. Uh, protest all you want. Stand in front of the building. I would. I don't think going in it at all would was appropriate. Why? It's
0: a public space. It's the U.S. Not company. during a Anybody protest. Can.
1: Not during a protest. Not during a protest.
0: You can occupy the space. Listen, I understand. Listen, that one I understand,
1: student, but you're feeling you're giving them the fuel that they need in order to make it look like what they wanted. They wanted a lot more bloodshed, and when you watch people, they were standing in line and this and that. But the thing is, if you're doing a protest, make it right. Dr. King did protest. He made them right. Keep them peaceful. Get your point out. Don't cause damage. Don't cause violence. Shit, after you're done with the protest, grab a couple of, you know, somebody dropped some water bottles, grab them up, throw them in the garbage. Don't leave a fucking mess. Don't act like BLM. Don't act like Antifa that go to Portland and burn it down for 200 straight days. That's not what's cool. You do not have the right to to break or burn other, whether or not it's public property or not, it's everybody's property. If it's public property, it's as much yours as mine as the guys down the street and the woman's, uh, you know, the house next door to me. Protesting is fine. Going into buildings and protesting like that is bullshit. I disagree, and that's well, you know why I totally agree is because uh, that Seattle. Remember where the the city council Salant. member?
0: Yeah, she uh, she she, she took opened the keys up the and, door. Uh,
1: she opened up the door and let people in. You're allowing the opportunity for things to go wrong, or if not go wrong, you're basically letting everybody know you're just a bully. But I'm just saying. Protesting in the streets, you know, getting your point across, great. Going into uh, public buildings, unless it's there for a certain reason, if you, if there's a, a meeting being held, if there's a uh, – that's open to the public. There, there was nothing open to the public that day. There was nothing – you know, it's, it's not like I'm – it's not like we can get 20 guys together and just go to the – to the courthouse downtown Tacoma and then just decide we're going to walk in and just walk down the halls with flags and just sure you start can. with a blow horn, with a blow horn. No, you, you can't. You can, is it you right? Can't, you can't do blowhorn. You can horn. Is it right? Is it right?
0: You can walk into any right. court and it's public. Okay. As long as, long as it's not I know, closed. I know. In. I know. You, you can go into this courthouse you're, you're talking 20, about in Tacoma and sit and watch someone get tried for something. I know What's the difference between that's, wearing a red mega hat
1: and there's, standing there's there and, a sh- and not saying a, a goddamn thing. Brett, this is the point I'm trying to, there's a difference when you have 20, 200, 20,000 20, people that are, are there with you. There's a difference. There's a difference from going there to, to show support or something. And then there's a difference when, when other people are going to get nervous enough to where they, might shoot an innocent woman named Ashley. Yeah, that
0: wasn't anybody. That wasn't anybody from from that was protesting. That was a, a that was someone that worked for a, a senator or something like
1: that. Or no, she was protesting. She was. She was. No, no, no. I'm talking
0: about the guy that shot. It wasn't any of the protesters no, that, that guy, were armed that, and that had guy, guns.
1: That, that guy. That guy works in in the Capitol there.
0: Right. So he was thought he was defending something himself or something and shot this shot this woman.
1: You know, like she was out she was on the other side of a wall. There was a broken window there. He was pointing a gun from ten feet away mm -hmm. and decided to shoot her in the neck. Yeah. That guy that guy should not have a gun. That guy should not have a concealed carry. If he has any sort of job where he is supposed to have a gun, he should immediately have been fired
0: i hope he is because that's his job his job was was security and like
1: uh, well, we're not getting team, all
0: the facts on that either like they, they, i mean we didn't even know that guy's name for a year
1: <clears throat> we just found out ray apps name and and his connection and the fbi can't answer any questions about him so that obviously he is a a individual that somehow works Antifa. in contact with the fbi Or so he he works with FBI because he's connected with them somewhere where she could not respond. Yeah, you know, sorry, Mr. Cruz. I I cannot, as a Senator Cruz, I cannot answer that. I cannot answer that. I cannot answer that. It was very smart of him, though, when he first said, Hey, uh, rather than, Hey, did you, did the FBI have any uh, involvement in January 6th? Rather than saying that, he goes, How many FBI agents were at the January 6th riot? And she goes, "Um, mm, uh, I I can't answer that. So just her pausing was basically him saying, okay, I got you. Because he could have asked the first question. She could have just flat out said, to my knowledge, there is no FBI agents there. And that would have been fine with him. I mean, not fine with him, but fine with her. But he's smart enough. (laughs) He's been a lawyer for a long, long time, and he uses his words very well. Very carefully, very selectively, and he got her to where she couldn't back out anymore. She could not. She she was at the point where if she said anything else other than "I cannot answer that," which famously is done by Hillary Clinton, I cannot recall. I don't recall that. I'm sorry, I don't recall. I mean, it's it's just. There is definitely a lot of inside job Mandarin with uh, January 6th, without a doubt. Sure. And the only thing that the only thing the Dems are mad at more than anything is that there was not more bloodshed. They wanted it to be so bad that they could really pin it on Trump and anybody who 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 was there. And that's why I'm saying that's when you put yourself in a difficult situation, because if you cannot control the situation, you, it can be manipulated especially it can be manipulated especially in in the public eye by political parties in order to for them to control a certain narrative you that's know, just bottom line
0: you know um the greatest part about this country is that we we can disagree and i actually I, i'm thankful for the liberals i'm thankful for the kashama so wants of the world that you know like One, and the AOCs that come up with these fucking crazy ideas, because it tells us normal people how fucking crazy the extremes are, you know, like on the right, too. Like, I mean, we see, I I just see some of the craziest ideas, but if it wasn't for our country and set up the way it was, we'd never hear them, and then we'd be blindsided. So freedom of speech is really a great founding thing for this country, because for one, it makes us innovative. It is a liberal idea, by the way, freedom of speech. A conservative idea would be don't say anything, you know? Um, You look at countries like China. They're a very conservative country, and um, they don't allow any change. And I don't want to live in a country like that, and I don't want to live in a country that opens our borders and says, come on in, you know? I mean, somewhere in the middle is where we need to unite, and it's common sense. Like, uh, should we uh, be letting all these crazy MS-13 fucking terrorists set up in 40 states, like you said on the last podcast? You know, should we have our borders open uh, and not do anything about it and not send our border czar down there to check it out? I mean, because that's what's happening. I mean, Harris hasn't done shit. And we're at, what, record record highs of illegal immigration since what the past 40 years and we have a wall <laughs> you know it's like what the fuck like
1: and I'm, I'm we don't have we don't have a wall that wall's not finished
0: partial wall but you know like I'm f- all for that wall I think we should have a wall on Canada too you know there's a lot of terrorists that come in from the Middle East through Canada because Canada Canada has such lax uh, uh, policies on coming into their country. You know, we can't trust Canada to defend America. You know, like we have a our border here in Washington or in Washington state is wide open. You know, you can walk across, no problem. You know, so like, is that what we want? I think America first interest should always be there. I think that um, keeping the conversation open on what we think is right and wrong should always be there. And you know what? Uh, if you disagree you shouldn't be reprimanded for standing up. And that's like you said, that's why I don't agree with you. Like people, I agree with you. Like the, it shouldn't have been violent. shouldn't have been aggressive. It should have been, hey, we're here. Look, this is the people that you affect. Look at our faces. Not break the fucking window, kick the door down, you know, take fucking, we're taking hostages. Like what the fuck mentality is that? That's not getting anybody anywhere. That's just going to get your ass in jail for a long fucking time. I'm not trying to do that. I'm just saying that you should be able to go stand somewhere in a public place and express your opinion through a T-shirt, a a hat, and you shouldn't be called a racist because of a red hat. I mean, you shouldn't be called a misogynist because of a red hat. I mean, fuck, I was on a plane leaving Oakland. I thought I was amongst friends. I was like, there's a lot of red hats around here. Guess what? They're they're 49ers fans you going to a football game do you think that those people were getting weird looks they're probably like why are people looking at me weird why are people looking at me weird it's just a 49 they probably didn't realize it was the hat they are wearing
1: i guarantee you, you 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 said freedom of speech freedom of thought freedom of expression should be allowed everywhere you want to go somewhere <laughs> you want to go somewhere where where basically it's government funded and i guarantee you put on a maga hat and a Freaking, uh, make America, just a patriotic shirt. And you want, I guarantee you the first place that I can guarantee you, you would be ridiculed and shunned and basically yelled at until you either left or they got so mad. They left is any college campus in America, right? I mean, talk about a place you're supposed to have go there with just your mind wide open and just wanting to absorb all sorts of knowledge so you can you know god explore everything this world there's so much cool stuff and maybe maybe you picked a major you don't you two years later you find out that's not what you want to do but you you go to college for free thinking not anymore No, it hasn't been that way for a long time you go to college to be indoctrinated right
0: and an education system really let's be real honest, it's been like that for a long time. And that's why I give guys like Charlie Kirk and Turning Point Point USA a a lot of love and credit because they're focusing on the young people because those are the people that are going to be taking care of us when we're old and decrepit. You know, we can't have them putting us on ventilators and jabbing us with shit. Like, come on, let's set it up for us. Set it up for them. You know, uh, I can't, the whole reason Joe Kent is running, he said our podcast is because of his children. He is the only influence on them now, you know? And he wants to leave this world to them uh, as right as it can be. And then it's going to be one day their turn to take the reins, you know? And a beautiful part about America also is our, our, our legal system. So, like, these laws that... Uh, these extreme laws like, I don't know, like fucking... Force uh, quarantine people in Washington State with a secret police. Um, you know, it's shit like that that uh, you know to even be put into law it takes. It's a slow process. I mean, we just saw it with the Supreme Court. I mean, they were quick to act on blocking, but basically, Biden's uh, vaccine mandate has just been thrown back to lower courts, and it's just going to be sitting there. In litigation forever and ever and ever and the next thing you know, Biden's gonna be out. that's old news and nothing got fucking nothing happened. I mean Biden's getting fucking jacked left and right. Bill back better's gone. Uh, force mandate's gone. Uh, what else are you gonna fuck up? You know the border's open. Uh, the economy's in the shit tank, the supply chain, you know we keep going on and on and on. I just we it's it's pretty clear that everybody's got buyer's remorse right now, even the Democrats and uh we can't wait for 2024 i can i can't wait for 2022 cuz that's when shit's really hey, going to start hey, happening i
1: hey, i i i i know we've been hard on biden but i just want to i just want to let you know he's been in office for a year and i do got some i do got some accomplishments he's he's done
0: He'll, please list them
1: are you ready yes uh I might need a moment of silence for this, but uh, let's start. Oh, here I got him! I found him! I found my list of his accomplishments. I thought I lost him. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. His energy crisis. He he, he he really he got he fucked that one up really well. Uh, a worker shortage. Whew. I I like that he he figured that out. Vaccine mandates. Yeah, go fuck yourself. Supply chain crisis. He 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 threw a monkey wrench in that too uh inflation he's taking a bite out of everybody's dollar tell you that crime oh and my favorite i really like how uh he's really handled and tackled that border crisis oh wait those are things he fucked up on i'm sorry yeah he hasn't accomplished anything this year
0: yeah i was gonna say what would you have written on the list is it nothing
1: <laughs> no it's just hey
0: his poll numbers continue to plummet. Um, I, last time I checked they were uh, right around thirty percent. That means one in three less than one in three Americans uh, think that he's doing a good job, and those people are uh, deranged. I mean listen, I love them I, I love the people. I love the people that support Biden. Uh, one of our good friends, you know uh, Gonzo loves his compassion, and I honestly believe that Joe Biden is a compassionate man but he's also a uh, ignorant man and he, he likes to um, think everything is rainbow uh, Sherbert, you know, ice cream. He just, it's a little too not living in this world for me. I mean, when you see a Come guy, on, man. When, when you see the guy go, I let's go Brandon. Yeah, I agree. Like, Two or three months after everybody knew Let's Go Brandon means fuck Joe Biden, either the guy is really, his dementia is fully kicking in, or um, he's just that oblivious, and or his team is. I mean, I can't imagine that his political team would be that oblivious not to fill him in on that. I had to tell, <laughs> my, I had to tell my Uber driver what Let's Go Brandon meant here in Arizona. She had no idea. And she's a liberal, you know, so it's like
1: the That's why she doesn't know.
0: That's exactly. She only
1: watches CNN.
0: Right, but she keeps hearing it. She goes, what does this mean? What does this mean? And I was like, I had to tell you, it means fuck Joe Biden. And you know what? I red pilled the shit out of my uh, Uber driver, too. She was, she's a very, she told me, she goes, if I knew I was going to be taking you to the Trump rally, I would have canceled this ride. And I said, "Well, what, why?" And I start talking to her, and we got to be, you know pretty honest about everything the vaccines, uh, she, her rights as a woman, why she feels that Donald Trump is uh, not her candidate. And'm i I'm like, I can understand that." I said, "However, you know, if you look at how much money you were making, uh, how safe you felt, you know, like when Trump was in office. That's really what I care about. I care about my prosperity and my safety. And Donald Trump was the champion of both. So do you feel safer today? Are you richer today? Are you paying less for gas? You're an Uber driver. How much are you paying gas? Shitloads. Can you even afford to do your job?
1: No. Well, her gas, her gas price is basically, with as much as she's using her car, it's basically costing her 80% more. Right, so, to, uh, so that's, cut, that's, that's,
0: that's cutting in. That's cutting into your margins, the money that you make to feed your children. Am I wrong? Mm-hmm. So, like, think about that. Think about what you're saying before you know you you just shun the guy and, and think he's a piece of shit. You know, I mean, the Joe Kent story about him meeting him at Dover. I mean, if that doesn't scream compassion, I don't know what does. Uh, if um, Joe Biden, everything that Trump said Joe Biden would do, they're doing and, and at a <laughs> phenomenal record pace, too. Uh, they're just not allowing us to be the country that we once were. We're not making America great again by electing Joe Biden. Everybody thought that, you know, like, oh, it would be, it's Obama's third term. Okay, well, basically, Obama's basically ran the, the, the Bush playbook in the Middle East you know, his entire uh, presidency. So what are we trying to do? Go back to that? Clearly it didn't work. Trump comes in, starts kicking ass, kills Soleimani, ISIS is gone. We're pulled out of Syria. I mean, how many more things do I need? I mean, that's just a few of the accomplishments. I could go on and on and on. Right to choose for, for our veterans. Right to try for any American. You know, like stem, yeah. stem cell research. That wasn't available. You had to fly to Germany. You had to go to other countries to get these crazy, sur- good surgeries done and or therapeutics that aren't available in the United States. Trump changed all that. Yeah, go ahead. You can try. You,
1: you, right you, know, try. you know how, you, you know how that, that, that right to try is out there, right? I wonder if you go to the hospital and you're like, hey, uh, yeah, I got... Diagnosed with the coof, and uh, I'd like to start on ivermectin and uh, monoclonal uh, and, antibodies. And they go, "Well, we can You don't qualify for that." And I go, "Well, it's my right to try, because if I don't get that type of medication, I'm going. I could die from this, right?" And they'll be like, "Uh, well, uh, you uh, go sit in the corner. Stay there for 15 days." What? Right. You right. want me to just do, sit over do there nothing. with my thumb up my ass? When well, I know that there's certain things out there or I've basically seen what them say work is on go other home people.
0: and let your your body do its thing, and that's yeah, and, and that's it, what we've been doing this entire time, and that's the diagnosis, and we're the bad guys
1: oh <laughs> I mean, it's 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 straight up hypocrisy, you know and i mean it's it's i mean like 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 uh like Biden's latest speech, you know. I didn't watch I, it. I didn't you... wa- I
0: didn't watch it. When when was it?
1: Uh, it it's a couple days ago. I missed it.
0: What did he um, say? What did he say?
1: Oh god. Why is it Let me see at this. There's a lot of stuff he said. I I didn't have anything that I wrote Every that I got right away to, to throw on the podcast in in a moment's notice, I can do that for so the base, next episode so base, so basically, so basically, basically he didn't say anything that stood out to you. <laughs> no, no, this me. is what he said. This is what he said. He, he basically said that if uh, Americans aren't on board with his agenda, they are considered, they, they are pariahs. Wouldn't you agree? If, if you don't believe what AOC and green new deal is, is about your pariah. If you don't believe in build back better, your pariah, if, you you know, Maxine Waters, if you don't do Build Back butter you're you don't like black people, which I have no idea why that is in there. But it, so you become prior, prior, prior pariahs. And uh, if you don't support what the and this is one of the things, if you don't support what the Democrats want to do, then democracy will die. Is basically what he, they Biden was telling us during that speech. Who talks like this? It's like a cheap imitation of Mussolini. Yeah, well. It's like, if you don't agree with me, you are, you know, and it's like they've been trying to paint all the other guys, and it's like, no, Trump is Trump and this and this, but you guys, I mean, Biden's been in the the, 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 the political mainstream party for four decades, five decades, six decades. I mean, how old is he, 400 years old? And it's it's just, it's like... You go back, and it's funny when you look at some of his old clips. And I've been going through some old clips. Mm-hmm. How he has flip flopped nonstop throughout his whole career. Flip flopped throughout his career nonstop, mm-hmm. just everything. I mean, is 1990- I, don't, I, don't I
0: don't want my kids growing up in a
1: racial jungle. Oh yeah, Omega mega mm-hmm. predators, super predators. Remember when? When, when Hillary Clinton and Biden, both, that was Biden's basically little jewel he put together. Super predators get more punishment. Who did that affect more than anybody? Black people. Black people. If you don't vote for him, though, you ain't black. Well, you know. That's one of his best lines. The people. If you uh, don't vote for
0: the, the, people, the people in uh, Virginia sure spoke up. They voted in a, a, a black lieutenant governor, And which, by the way, breaking news, uh, Republican Glenn Youngkin was sworn in yesterday as the 74th governor of Virginia and within hours signed 11 executive actions, including lifting the mask mandate in schools and ending uh, divisive concepts, including critical race theory in public education. How fucking badass is that guy?
1: Listen to—he's good, but listen to the DA that's that's with him, mm-hmm. the district attorney. He's he's basically done of criminal. He's tired of criminals. The a district he's, or, he's, or Are
0: you talking about the attorney general of this Virginia?
1: The attorney general. The attorney general. Mm, gotcha. Sorry.
0: Gotcha. Um, no, I just uh, yeah. I mean, this guy—he he went. In, he's in there, you know shaking it up already 11 executive actions on day one ending mask mandates in schools. Like that's, that's pretty big, man. I mean, we're going to be start looking at this guy, like, you know, Ron, like we look at Ron DeSantis, you know, I hope that Virginia, you know, follows Florida's playbook. I wish my, our state Washington would follow Florida's playbook, but unfortunately we've got Jay Inslee, a failed, you know, democratic, uh, nominee for president. I mean, this guy... I like,
1: to call, I like to call him the one percenter. He didn't quite get one percent of the uh, nomination.
0: <laughs> yeah, he didn't get shit, you know? I mean, he's just... He was up against a, a, a rigged election anyway. I mean, it was pretty clear in the, even the Democratic primaries uh, that uh, Bernie Sanders was whooping everybody's ass. I mean, he took like 80% of the vote in Iowa, the very first one. The second one, I think he was like 78% or something like that. And then all of a sudden, you know, the Biden, <laughs> Team Biden gets worried and all of a sudden, South Carolina, he starts winning and it's a landslide all the way to the end. They fucking, the the, the the voting machines, they fucked with them then. And they probably fucked with them well before that as well. But that was, that was, that was, in my opinion, uh, the testing grounds for what, eventually happened in the 2020 election. I really believe that uh, the machines are fucked, Um, you know, just like these uh, test cases. It's about as funky as those numbers, and it stinks to the high heavens, and I'm just tired of it. Yeah. Fuck it all. I'm tired of it. You know what? We're getting to be about that time to wrap it up, but uh, you got any final thoughts on... uh, the trump rally do you watched it at home what do you think
1: i watched parts of it it was great i miss him. yeah i miss him. i wish i I, do, I was waiting for the one part i was waiting all day long i can't wait for him to say it i just want him to stand on the stage and look around and have a big old smile on his head, face with his hat on and his nice beautiful coat and his beautiful red neck necktie and i just want him to put his hands up like like shaman would do and be like so have you missed me yet
0: <laughs> you know um everybody was saying it at the rally everybody was saying how much they missed him and you know what the love it was a love fest as trump would say um
1: well hey he he gets our love you know that all
0: i got to say is if you're listening to the show from the trump trump rally and you met me out there uh, god bless you thank you for listening and everybody else that's sticking with us we the best is yet to come uh for our show here we've got other guests lining up rapidly And, of course, uh, when we don't have guests, Diggs and I will continue to bring you the show and our perspective on the world. So, with that said, uh, follow us on Spotify, uh, also on Getter, at Totally Corrupt. Uh, Me and Diggs are out there, too, so just... Support us by giving us a follow. We also got the fundraiser for our Spotify campaign still going. We've had uh, several of you um, donate. I do want to give a shout out, if I can find him on Getter real quick. But uh, he is the Irish redhead uh, donated to our cause. He met him at the uh, Washington Health Department uh, protest with Joe Kent. So, thanks, brother. Appreciate it.
1: Um, give us a call. I got real. I got real quick clothing thoughts. Okay. Be positive. Talk to people. Talk to your friends. See what's on their minds. Don't judge people. But we're gonna have to start bringing up our point of view. Or the shit's gonna keep getting worse. Yeah. But be positive. Be positive. Be be courteous. Don't be don't don't be like these assholes that are burning shit down. Right. Do something good. Take All care right. of your family. All
0: right. Make let's make our that's what I got. Let's make our presence known. And uh, like I said, uh, you can participate in the show uh, by texting us links or leaving us a voicemail. 206-399-5063. and of course follow us on Spotify. Spotify. Uh, and with that said, uh, bye bye. Love you all.
1: Hey.